In the name of Allah, the gracious, the merciful. Assalamu alaikum. This is The Conviction Project, a podcast where we leave you with no doubts about Islam. My name is Marij Rana. And I am Farhan Iqbal. Muhammadur Rasulullah, 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah. Ya Rabbi, salli ala nabiyika daiman li hadhi dunya wa basin So as you know, you know, here at The Conviction Project, um, Farhan and I have both been talking to different people. And I think in talking to all these different people a lot, we've learned a lot. And I think one of the themes that have consistently emerged is this idea that people within religion have a, within religion or religious groups, care a lot about what everybody else is doing. Uh, there's this concept within Pakistani cultures um, of you know, what will people think? And I think where I have started to think about this is depending on what your political affiliations are, you will care more about what people think. So to me, it's not so much of a religious issue that because of religion, you care a lot about what other people think, or this specific group cares a lot about what other people think. You know, the Pakistani mentalities, often some people um, say that that is why we care a lot about people. I think that it is because of our political affiliations is why we care a lot about what people think. For example, you know, if you are a conservative, or if your political affiliations are relatively conservative, then you're more likely to want structure and order, and you would want to maintain a status quo. You would want to keep traditions, and you would want to keep it the same way as it has always been. And one way to do that is to really impose your views onto others and to really make sure that nobody uh, steps out of line. And therefore, you know, if you're brought up in that kind of environment, then it really matters what people think about you. Because anything you do to disrupt the equilibrium will have massive implications and massive um, massive effects. So I thought, you know, we should talk we should talk a little bit about this, a little bit about, you know, political affiliations and religion and a little bit about, you know, this idea of what will people think. So Farhan, what's your idea? Have you often been troubled by people or have you often faced this of like what will people think? I think I think everyone faces that. Uh... Uh, you know when, when when you were talking about this uh, it reminded me of uh, uh of how the jews uh dealt with uh people at that uh, at their time and the bible is full of this uh about foreign foreign influences and uh how uh the context in which the jews lived at the time uh, constantly impacted their faith their traditions their religion um for instance uh when at the time when uh, the assyrians were in power right some of the things that the assyrians 
uh, did is uh, it influenced uh, Jewish thinking. Uh, when the Persians were in power, when Cyrus came to power, the, the, his uh, ways of doing things or saying things uh, influenced Jewish thinking. And then we have something called the Hellenistic influences that, that occurred when Alexander the Great uh, had this Greek empire take over the world. Um, he, he, the, the Greek influences, the Hellenistic influences uh, also impacted uh, the way Jews uh, perceived their religion. I mean, this is academic stuff that you, that you come across. What I'm trying to say is that uh, society, culture, uh, everything has an impact on our lifestyles, on our way of thinking, on our perspectives. And I don't think anyone escapes from that. I think all of us have experienced that at some level. So from a psychological point of view, I can understand why it's important um, to care about what other people think about you. You know, that carries a lot of value. I'm thinking what, you know, a lot of people struggle from this, from a religious point of view, Islamic point of view specifically, you know, in matters of birtha, in matters of um, marriage, you know, what will people think if you get married to this person? What will people think if you leave your house wearing that? Um, what will people think if you do your hair a certain way, if you do your beard a certain way? You know, there's this emphasis that what other people think matters more than what the religion teaches and what what what's what can we offer to you know some of our youth or some some of the people that are struggling with facing these structures that are almost put in place for them you know it's the reverse is also true when it comes to uh when it comes to uh the prophets of god they came at times when everyone was opposed to them uh, or most people were opposed to them. I mean, there are some uh, Israelite prophets, uh, like, for instance, if you read Prophet uh, Jeremiah, I mean, he was very strongly opposed. He's a person uh, who was kicked out of uh, the temple in Jerusalem. Uh, he was abused. He was insulted. He, he brought a scroll warning the Jewish people of his time of, of, of impending doom. And his scroll was burnt in, in public by the king uh, uh, in Judah at that time. And then uh, he was even banned from that area, from, from, that, from the royal court. And later on, his disciple had to go and deliver his message uh, to, to the king. And then he was imprisoned. He was thrown into a well. Uh, and when the, the destruction did come, when the armies attacked uh, Jerusalem and took over, um, you know, and again, uh, Prophet Jeremiah had to, uh, he was thrown into exile, he was forced to go to Egypt. So his life story is, 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 is amazing when it comes to the kind of resilience and the kind of suffering he had to go through. Then when you have, um, uh, you look at the life of Jesus Christ, you look at the life of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, you know, the, the way they stood up to, to the world. It's, 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 it, it really is remarkable, despite all odds, despite everything going against them or going against their favor. I mean, think about it. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, in, in his entire period in Mecca, which is about 12 years, he had a handful of followers and a portion of them actually migrated 
in the fifth year of his prophethood to, to, to Abyssinia. So he had a very small number of followers and those two were, many of them were, were slaves or the impoverished in the society. And all the powerful or most of the powerful people in the society were not Muslims at that time. So think about how they stood up to the idea of so they wouldn't, they wouldn't care about what other people are saying. They stood their ground. They, mm-hmm. they, were, they, they, had, they stuck to their principles. Um, and so it's, it's both ways is true. I, and I think nowadays people want to stand up to yeah. culture and some people want to stand up to, to mm-hmm. religion even. Um, and and, and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and they, they, are, they are always faced with this dilemma of how people would react or what people would say about their decisions. Yeah, it's it's fascinating to think that the origins of Islam or any sort of religion always kind of begins on some sort of controversy. And even though it begins on controversy and eventually it dies down, it still doesn't teach us how to deal with controversy. So I guess then the question then becomes is, well, two questions come out is what do you do when something controversial happens within, you know, your community, within your group? What does Islam advise us to do when we are faced with controversy? You know, it goes back to uh, what uh, is mentioned in Surah Fatiha, uh, where we are praying to God for, guide us to the path which is straight, which is mustaqim. The word mustaqim is, uh, is, is similar to word, the word istiqama. So istiqama is normally translated as steadfastness. So if you think you are right, mm-hmm. if you think you are on the right path, if you believe strongly that what you are doing is, is right, then it doesn't matter what, what other people are, are, are saying or doing. Nowadays, uh, we have the... Uh, uh, the Rational Religion, uh, the website and the YouTube channel, they're sharing a lot of these stories of new converts. If you read the stories of new converts, in many times in our Jamaat, they have to stand up to family. They have to stand up to their parents, to their siblings. Sometimes their parents are would even uh, disinherit them or they would even throw them out of the house. And they would have to stand up to all of that. They would have to face all that uh, opposition and uh, in, in order to in order to adhere to their new Ahmadiyya faith so it, this this sort of uh, steadfastness is is always required Islam says that when you are on the right path things will go wrong I mean I was just reading yesterday uh, this these uh, writings of the promised Messiah as a Mirza Ghulam Ahmad peace be upon him where he was talking about you know uh, Ibtala or, or, or things like tri- trials and tribulations. And he says that, you know, trials and tribulations are going to come. We have to be mentally ready to react properly. So if the trials and tribulations come and we react by complaining or, you know, throwing tantrums, then, uh, you know, it would, it would cause us to, to, to uh, go backwards. It, it will, it will it may even uh, make us uh, lose our faith but if in those times of trials and tribulations we are steadfast and we are patient 
Then there are great, uh, you know, uh, there's great progress associated with it. And, and the Promised Messiah quoted from some parts of the Holy Quran. For instance, in one uh, part, Allah says, وَلَا نَبْلُوا وَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْمْ مِنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوْءِ وَنَقْسِمْ مِنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالْسَمَرَاتِ Allah says, we will surely try you with fear and hunger and loss of uh, wealth and loss of property and loss of... Uh, of your hard work, not not getting what you want, uh, you know, that will happen. But then Allah says, وَبَشِّرِ sabirin, Give glad tidings to those who are patient and steadfast. Right? The Promised Messiah makes this point very beautifully. He says, mm -hmm. those who are patient and steadfast, that is... The the, the 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 glad tidings are for them. They're not for for those who are, uh, you know. It say it doesn't say that those who are praying, you know. It says those who are steadfast. Mm -hmm. So steadfastness or or patience, in this regard, um, is 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 very important, especially in 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 such times of uh, difficulties and such times of trouble. But again, I think what we are mm -hmm. trying to talk about is also the other side of things, where religion uh, tries to stop us. From from doing something, yeah. yes. So so so, so I'll, I'll just summarize what you said because from there I, I see the other side of it. So what you're saying is that if you are someone you know who has beliefs that are you know or you know ideas which may seem controversial to some people, you know the advice would be that if you truly believe in that and if you believe that you're on the right path and you've been praying for it then you should be steadfast and patient but my question is more so for the masses you know the people who are observing this controversial thing that is happening you know immediately people want to react to it immediately people want to you know put that person down they want to criticize they want to label they want to judge and that happens that happens in every uh, community small or large what advice can we give from an Islamic perspective to those people that are seeing controversy happen? You know, uh, for example, what advice could we possibly give to the Quraysh that were there during the time of the Holy Prophet when they saw that, you know, the Holy Prophet and his companions were drifting away from the traditions, drifting away from the practices that have been going on? You know, what, what can we tell those people? You know, so the Quran talks about, uh, you know, in this regard, uh, the example is given of uh, what happened in the life of the Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with uh, Hazrat Aisha. And the Quran talks about uh, what happened with, uh, with Mary, the mother of, of, of Jesus. So, for instance, mm -hmm. if you read uh, chapter 4, verses 150 onwards, um, it talks about Mary, uh, how, for instance, it says, وَبِكُفْرِهِمْ وَقَوْلِهِمْ عَلَىٰ مَرْيَمَ بُهْتَانًا عَزِيمًا That is because of the disbelief of those people who were in that society. They uttered against Mary uh, a grievous uh, calumny or, or, uh, or, or basically بُهْتَان is a word used uh, for mm -hmm. scandalous allegation, Right? Um, so mm -hmm. Mary yeah. is, a, is someone who is a very, very pious lady and uh, she was uh, uh, a very uh, decent lady. She was de dedicated to, 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 the, to, the, to the temple and, and dedicated to God. And uh, through a miraculous uh, occurrence, she became pregnant. Uh, 
and uh, people started accusing her of 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 uh, having done something wrong and commit of having committed adultery so the quran condemns this kind of behavior the quran says this is mm-hmm. not right it reminds me of uh, you know it reminds right. me of uh, hazrat khalifatul masih the first hazrat hakim maulvi nuruddin the first caliph of the ahmadiyya muslim community it reminds me of one place he mm-hmm. says that he quotes jesus i think it's some tradition uh, it's not in the bible but it's some tradition about jesus maybe it's in the muslim literature literature that uh, jesus was walking with his disciples when uh, there was a pig that was on the road a, a dead decaying pig on the side of the road and his disciples said to jesus look how ugly this pig is and jesus is like okay but do you see how beautiful and white its teeth are so you can see the contrast between how something so ugly and so ridiculous appears uh you know uh, ugly to most people but but jesus the prophet of god was able to see something beautiful even in that uh, something which is mm-hmm. ugly the moral yeah. basic i don't know whether this story is an actual story or is just an anecdote but the moral of the mm-hmm. story is yeah. that we should try to look for the good in others instead of the evil in others mm-hmm. and trying to go for allegations yeah. and and gossip and backbiting you know what i'm saying mhm yeah and you know it it actually reminds me that this is probably more to do with the person's relationship with themselves you know if they are only able to see negative in other people then chances are that within themselves they can only see negative you know if they're able to see positive then even within themselves they're able to see um positivity or optimism and exactly so. and 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 i don't want to it's, talk yeah. about the whole incident with hazrat aisha it is it is uh, it is in one of the friday sermons mm-hmm. it's a What's lengthy that? one yeah it's a lengthy, yeah it's it's, um, it's a lengthy topic, topic. <laughs> but uh, if you are interested it was mentioned in one of the friday sermons recently and uh, uh the you can go to chapter 33 verses 55 onwards and the quran for instance says wal ladina yuzuna al mu'minina wal mu'minati bi ghairi maktasabu faqad ihmala tamalu buhtana wa isma mubina those who believe those who malign those who malign believing men and believing women for what they have not earned shall bear the guilt of a calumny or allegation and a manifest sin so the quran is very strongly condemning this kind of behavior where people go around and make allegations and 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 start spreading rumors and the society starts pressuring certain individuals who are otherwise very pious so before we we start judging mm-hmm. others or passing um passing uh you know broad brush uh, judgments or statements about others we should we should be careful about this that's what the quran the quranic message in all of this is mm-hmm. yeah it reminds me of this couplet um i i think it's of um baba bulisha where he says that you know i went out to look for bad people and i couldn't find anyone more worse than myself um so i think that really speaks to you know we should always and you know the biblical uh verse of you know he who ha- what is it he who has um uh sinned shows um something about the stone casting the first oh it's stone. it's a story about jesus uh so what happened is that mm-hmm. uh the the jews come to uh, jesus or or jesus is there at this place where uh these people are about to stone a woman uh who had committed right. adultery 
and all these um, people are there and they're about, they have picked up the stones and they're about to um, uh, throw, throw stones at her to, to, to basically execute her and give her the capital punishment for committing adultery according to the Jewish law. And uh, Jesus comes yeah. and uh, I, I don't know the exact, like all the details, but basically he picks up one of the stones or he writes something on, on, on the ground in the, in the sand. So he says that let the, fir- the, the first person to throw the stone, let him be of no sin. Right, the first person to throw mm-hmm. the stone. Yeah, he is of, of no sin shall um, cast exactly. the first stone. Exactly, the yeah. person with no past mm-hmm. sins is the one who will throw the first stone. And one by one, the yeah. people start leaving that area, uh, and 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 until there is no one there, and <laughs> right. this adulterous lady. So, I mean, it is a very beautiful story. I just there is a caveat uh, that this story, uh, according to scholars, is actually not authentic. But that's another topic. But it is a beautiful story, and it has a, it has mm. this moral uh, message right. in there as well. That before we start judging others, we should judge ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, I, I think that wraps up what you know what the masses should do. You know, they should they should not judge others, and before they do that, they should look within themselves. And the other side of that is, you know, if you are kind of the victim of what will people say then if you truly feel that you're on the right path then you will remain steadfast and you'll remain patient and you will continue praying to god to guide you to the right path and if still you know you're on that path then keep doing what you're doing because you're probably um, doing the right thing and the other side you know as we heard is to not judge and to really just focus on your own self. Um, I think that that has been the message in in the past uh, two, three episodes of focusing on yourself and really it's the individual that requires more work. Um, you know, if you have any more doubts or any more questions that you would like us to talk about, feel free to email us at theconvictionproject at gmail.com or visit our website at www.theconvictionproject.com. We would also like to thank our uh, team that is uh, making this podcast possible and making the marketing and the advertising and the uh, website possible. So thank you to them. And once again, this is The Conviction Project, where we leave you with no doubts about Islam. Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammadur Rasulullah, 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 Muhammadur Rasulullah. Salli ala nabina, salli ala Muhammadin, salli ala Habibina Salli ala Muhammad